Hey, I'm Mike. Hey, I'm Ethan. I watched the first half of Fred Claus. I watched the second half of Fred Claus. And this is the, the other, other half. half. Hey, Mike. Hey, Ethan. Remember? Yeah. The time we pitched a movie and it sounded real cool. Yeah, it did. Yeah, it did. But now it came out and it's almost like that movie, but not quite. It's way shittier. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, actually not really. It's well, not. no, here's the biggest problem with this movie in comparison to the one that we pitched is the one that we pitched had like actual small people as main characters. Oh, that too. Also, it had a consistent tone. Okay, right? What in the fuck tone is this supposed to be? What was the target audience of this movie? It it was so confounding. Because you have kind of mature, like, jokes. Like, the character of the Fred themes is... themes are mature. Are very mature. But then at the same time, you have these fucking Hanna-Barbera sound effects going on in the background, <laughs> right? Yeah. And then you have, like, weird... Uh, like it's like it's a fucking Disney movie. Like the way it's shot, a lot of the story elements. It's fucking bizarre. This movie, like it yeah. feels like they took a script that was for like a family movie, and then they got another guy to punch it up and make it more of like an adult themed movie. This is true. It's fucking weird, man. This movie is confounding. It's very confounding. Like even down to the the, the casting. Like yeah. With, uh, well, I mean, uh, like, yeah, most of the casting, I guess, because you've got um, uh, Kevin Spacey, who does not belong in this movie at all. Yeah, well, he's been in worse movies. He has been in worse movies as of late. Um, and then you've got, uh, of course, uh, the character of Fred Claus played by Vince Vaughn. Vince Vaughn, who is horrible. He's horrible. Did you mm. like him in this movie? Uh, eh, he's, he's, whatever. Just, he's just not charming. He's a he's protagonist. He's not very charming. Yeah. I think the best person in this entire movie, the best actor at least, is um uh what's his name? Santa. Uh, what's his name? What is his Paul name? Paul Giamatti. Paul Giamatti. That's Amazing. Yeah. Absolutely fantastic. Uh, I mean, he's okay. I mean, he's good he's with the material. Than, he's he's better than the rest. Yeah, that's very true. So. So yeah, let's. Well, okay, yeah. So here's the thing, right? So you see the trailer for this movie. It's got like. Did I? I didn't see the trailer. Well, okay, well, Explain I'm, the trailer to me. Well, the trailer is basically like it feels like it's gonna be like kind of like an adult themed Christmas movie. It's got those big red letters in front of a white background that a lot of like adult comedies will have. Oh man. It's like red band trailer, red band trailer. It's got, you know, it's got a lot of kind of like mature humor. You see the actors in it. They clearly don't appeal to a child audience, but then the opening of this movie, which is a good six minutes of the film, it doesn't have any of that tone at all. It starts out in an old cottage in the middle of the woods. And we're introduced to the, to the Claus family. So we're introduced to Kathy Bates who's giving birth to an incredibly fat baby. And the baby comes out and he goes, ho, ho, ho. Huh? Who could that be? I wonder who it is. And we see a top of the stairway. Um, her is older this the trailer or is this the actual beginning this of the This is film? the opening okay. of the movie. Sorry. Yeah, I haven't, I, haven't, I haven't seen the trailer in a long time, but I remember seeing the trailer and thinking that the movie was going to be kind of like a bad Santa feeling kind of movie, you know? Yeah. Like around that. Not, I mean, if, if that's the thing. If I would have seen that trailer and then sat down in the theater and then watched the movie... I would have been so confused. Like I would have, I would have felt like I walked in the wrong movie. So then you have, uh, and, and also this entire time there's an old man narration going on and you see, uh, Kathy Bates, older son, Fred, who's standing atop the stairway and he's all adorable. And he comes down to meet his little brother 
who's a fat baby. Yeah. And he promises the baby that he'll be the best big brother ever. Oh, no. Does he not live up to those expectations set? Exactly, right? What? Well, in the very next scene, we see why. Nick, It's Nick's birthday. And Fred gives him a journal with the with his name on it, Nicholas, uh, written on the front cover. And Nick thanks Fred for the gift and then announces that he's going to gift all of his gifts away to a poor kid in another village. Wow. Because that's what Santa does, basically. Yeah. He's giving away he shit. gives but, away stuff. But Fred's like, I gave you that present. Like, it meant something to me. And I gave you this present. And you're going to just give it away to some kid whose name probably isn't even Nicholas. Yeah, man. You know? And so he's, he's burned. And this entire time, Kathy Bates, the mom, is like, oh, my gosh, my my son is such a saint. You know, he's such a saint, Nicholas. A saint? Yeah. Oh, I get it. I get it. It's a joke. It's a joke. It's a, it's a uh, I don't know. It's so hard to find those in this movie. <laughs> well, that was, that's the thing, too. Like, at this point, there really there hasn't even been a real joke. Not really. So in the next scene, we see Fred, and he's jealous of his brother. And he's talking to his only friend, which is a little CG bird named Chirp Chirp. What and the fuck? Okay. Yes, yeah, this is the thing. Okay. Which is this his best friend. Apparently his only friend hasn't been introduced yet at all until just now. And uh, he's talking to his little CG friend. And all of a sudden, they're sitting in the tree and the bird's sitting in the tree. All of a sudden, the fucking tree falls to the ground. Oh, no. And he's just like, what What happened? And he sees that Chirp Chirp's birdhouse has been destroyed and Chirp Chirp flies away, never to return. And who, who what, how this happened? Nick saw how much Fred loved this tree. And he decided that he was going to cut the tree down so that they could bring the tree into the house. So he'd be around the tree oh. all the time. But like, that's not the reason why I love the tree. That's not the reason he loved the tree. Oh my gosh. Fred was completely off about the reasoning behind the emotion of the tree, okay. which I'm sure will come into play later on. Yep. Uh, you already explained a lot. <laughs> now I'm like, okay, this makes a lot more sense. And so at, it's at that point, Fred's like, you know what? I'm not going to be a good brother anymore. And Fred is incredibly upset and he just gets angrier and meaner. You know what? Today's a day I'm going to be bad. I'm going to be bad, bad from now on. forever. This is a major character See change. See that child? I'm going to kick that child. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So then the narration says... Now, it's a little-known rule of sainthood, but when you become a saint, you freeze in time, eternally ageless. The rule applies to the family of the saint and spouses as well. I, I feel like I'm listening to, like, the end of a medical commercial, like... As if it's like stating the rules, but it's not in this, it's not in a fanciful way anymore. You know, it feels like a contract. Mm -hmm. Like party of the first part is the same. And the party of the first part, everyone <laughs> associated with the party is, you know, like it doesn't. The one thing I don't understand is it all saints. So like St. Jude's Hospital. Yeah, like, exactly. Like, like St. Jude. Uh, what about St. Peter? Like he died. He died. Does that mean they're ageless? They just stay forever? That's my question. And on top of that, like, how is that going to work with, obviously it doesn't matter to Santa. But how is that going to work with Fred? Fred has got a, a, like a fucking job to do. Yeah. And he's going to live forever. Wait, Fred's going to live forever too? That's what it says. According to the rules, your entire family and your spouses wow. are going to stay alive forever as well. Does that, wow. include, does that include Grandpa Claus that we never see in the movie? I These guess rules so. don't make any sense. Man, that'd be really crappy. Like your family, like, oh, we're all going to live forever. Damn it, I'm 89 and I have to piss in a bag exactly it's like dude that's like the wrong time to get locked in on that you that's know you exactly want to get locked right. in on the optimal time like 30 or so Exa well that's the, other, no, 20, that's the other thing too it's a good thing that santa claus or saint nick became a saint when he was an adult imagine what would happen if he became a saint as a child oh that'd be weird that would be fucking weird especially for fred probably saints can't there's probably something in that rule that saints can't be uh have to be adults just like presidents you can't become the president of the united states after, under after a certain age after, yeah 
can't remember that. Not going to say what it is. Because I don't know it. Because I don't want to put my foot in my mouth. All right. Wait. Hey, Google. How old do you have to be to be a, to be a, to be the president of the United States? Saint. You gonna say saint? According to Heritage Foundation, no person except a natural-born citizen or a citizen of the United States. Not going to help us. Thirty-five. Thank you, Google. Jeez, we just need one answer. You had to go the whole way. Anyway, you're fired as an assistant. This is your first time on the job. You expected to impress the employers, and the first time you you just go to a bunch of stuff that's useless, and you slow down the pace of the pod. Podcast. Thank uh, you, Google. But you know what? We're going to get right back because we flash forward to the modern time. Now modern it's modern times. day. So when was this actually the, fla- the no title idea. for? It was just the, generic. Not, there was not a title card. It was just old time. Old in time? The, in a cottage in the woods. All right. What old time? So it was just generic. Could have been like I mean, this Lincoln? Is, Lincoln? Well, this is before, Abraham. I'm assuming, the creation of like the mythos of Santa Claus. Well, yeah. Because this is this is the, the creation, creation of, Santa of the mythos of Santa Claus. So, yeah. I mean, did Santa Claus exist before, around Lincoln's time? I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. He could have existed in the medieval times. I'll tell you what. I'm not going to ask Google. So, um, <laughs> we, we flash forward and we see Fred. And Fred's job is he's a repo man. Ooh. Which is ironic because it is the opposite of his brother, who is Santa, whose entire job is he to He takes give. away. He takes away. That's a good adult joke. Get it? Get it? So he is at a person's house and he's taking a TV away from a kid. Man, a TV? A TV. And she says that she got it from Santa. So then why is he repossessing it? Well, yeah, because he got it for free. Maybe she's lying. Maybe she's lying. Maybe she's the parents naughty. got it for her. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. Doesn't matter. So like, I'm like, is Santa not paying for this thing? Who cares? Santa's late on his payments. You don't get the TV. And this is where we're introduced. This is like the first scene we're introduced to adult Fred. And he is unlikable. He is not charming. He is not funny. Mm-hmm. His, he just goes on this big, pointless So he rant. wouldn't get any dates on Tinder, right? Well, yeah. That's the other thing. Is he probably think, answers his Tinder messages with, hey, what's up? Exactly. Yeah. He starts off a conversation like that. He sup. doesn't even say, what's up? Just sup. Sup? Wow. Yeah, he, exactly. he probably doesn't even put the apostrophe, apostrophe, apostrophe there. Apostrophe. It's just S-U-P. Mm. Yeah, exactly. What a dick, dude. Worst. Humongous dick. And that's the thing. is like we're introduced to him, and I'm just like, I don't like this guy. Like, uh. There's nothing likable about his character at all. You don't think? He wasn't charming like he was in Wedding Crashers? I never. I haven't seen one in Trash in a really long time. Was he Me charming either. in that? I don't know. I assumed he was. I remember him being charming long time. in Jurassic Park Two. <laughs> I forgot he was in that. <laughs> he stays alive that entire movie. Wow. I know. Must anyway, so charming. I know, right? So uh, we're cut to a scene of that. You just we basically are just getting no Frank. Uh, Fred. He's gonna say Frank. We had no Fred. He his car won't start. He has to take a cab, but then the cab is playing Christmas music, so he has to get out. You know, even like, what are you going to do? You're going to get into another cab that's playing Christmas music? Like, what's the point? Anyway, so he gets out of the cab and he's walking and he runs into his ex-girlfriend played by Rachel Wise. Oh, Evie from The Mummy. From The Mummy. Yep. And I'm just like, wow, just wow. Is she out of your league? Yeah. <laughs> like I thought the same thing. This is embarrassing. And and that's the thing, too. So I think the movie's trying to trick us into thinking that Fred is a charming guy by putting this like obviously attractive woman in the same scene with him and having her because at first she's really angry at fred well that sounds like probably what she probably would be because fred basically can't tricked because yeah and that's the thing is fred can't commit to anything they she wanted Uh. to move in with fred and fred kept not answering and whatever and so it's been like these men exactly and and the other thing is that tomorrow is rachel isis birthday oh my gosh 
And Fred, of course, totally forgot. But because Fred is so charming, she takes him back and they're going to be together again. Sure. And it's just like as an audience member, you're like either this movie is forcing me to believe that Fred is a charming person or Rachel Weisz is the stupidest human being in the world mm. and just has really weird taste in men. I feel like it's the first one. Obviously. So that's the other thing is that it, because of this, Rachel Weisz doesn't come across as like a real character because a real yeah. person wouldn't interact with this you individual. You know what? That doesn't change. Oh, really? Yep. I can't wait to see what happens to her. I'm sure she's a very well-written character. Totally. I'm sure every... You know what? That's the other biggest problem Uh-oh. with this movie. Every woman in this entire film is so poorly written. That's true. I will get to Elizabeth Banks, by the way. Okay, yeah. She's a fucking insult. I will say I did not understand her at all. Ugh. Uh, also, she didn't talk at all during my half. That is fuck. That is an insult. That is embarrassing that... Well, I mean, when did this movie come out? I'm sure the late 2000s. 2007, I think. 2007. In 2007, that we still have characters like that in film. Either, yeah. It, I mean, obviously, we still do in 2016. We're dating it. Either way. So <laughs> um, so then we are introduced to a little kid named Slam. He's like a little black kid that lives, uh, like, he lives in the same apartment building as uh, Fred does. And it's clear that Slam and Fred are like best friends. Slam's also a cool name. Slam's a cool name. And let me tell you, this is the only scene where Fred's, like, this is the only time where like two characters are actually feeling like normal people. I don't know what it is about this kid, but he's fucking rocking this scene. Like, cause the entire time Fred is talking to slam, like, you know, he's like, slams like, Hey, what, you know, what is Santa going to get me for Christmas? Cause you know, I, I live with my aunt, but, or I live with my grandma right now, but you know, then I have to move over to my aunts, you know, and you know, yeah. I'll be in a different house. And Fred's telling him like, look, don't drink the Kool-Aid, man. You shouldn't drink the Kool-Aid with this whole like Santa thing. Oh. And Slam is like, Slam is like, but I like Kool-Aid. <laughs> Kool-Aid is it's good. like a cute, charming little thing. And, yeah, yeah. and they play off each other really well. I'm sure he will be in the rest of the film. Yeah, that reference doesn't really work for kids. Kool-Aid? Yeah. That's the idea, I think, too. Is like he's, Yeah, that's pretty good. That's the other thing. Yeah, whatever. Either way. It's an all right joke. It's fine. For what this movie is. Next it's scene. Great for this movie, I guess. Great. Oh, brilliant for this movie. one of the best jokes that's the only time i think i laughed in this entire film next scene <laughs> we see that fred's whole idea is that he is working to gain enough money to opening open opening a gambling place in the middle of new york which mm, is that legal i don't know if the gambling is legal in new york yeah i didn't think it was but i don't know this movie it is mm. and it's apparently going to be right across from the stock exchange so people will come out of the stock exchange with all this money okay google is gambling legal in new york Mm. Oh, there you go. There you go. I guess I it isn't. I guess. Thank you, Google. It's yeah, making us less good. stupid. I guess that whole correction corner is going to go away pretty quick. Yeah, totally. Good thing we <laughs> bought this assistant to help us. I know. Thank you, uh, Google. We're, I was going to try to come up with a human name, but no, I can't think no, of it's just, we're talking to a corporation, Mike. This is what we're doing. That's we bought exactly a corporation right. and it lives in our house now. <laughs> Thanks Corp. So, um, he's going to open this gambling place, but he doesn't have enough money to open it. Uh, so what's he going to do? So he sees a bunch of Salvation Army Santas on the corner and he's like, that's what I'll do. So he dresses up like a Salvation Army Santa and collects people, collects money from people. But he's so stupid that he does it like on the corner of another Santa Claus, of another Salvation what a Army. Fool. And the Salvation Army Santa comes up to him. He's like, do you have a permit to do this? And he goes, I don't need a permit. I'm doing this for the people. And he's like, you need a permit to like do this. And then a bunch of other Santa, like Salvation Army Santa start like 
coming yeah. up on him. And they're like, you need a permit to do this. Like, that's the legal thing to do. And he goes, he starts just like, of course, he does, you know, the Vince Vaughn thing where he just starts talking quickly. And it's really bad improv where he's like, look, look, I'm just doing this for the money. I'm just doing this for the people. The people it's for the kids. It's for the kids. And they're like, look, like, this is completely illegal. And he goes, oh, look, it's a cop. And they like look over to the cop to like report him. And then he just runs. He just runs with the money. And there's this big scene. And this is where I'm first introduced to the really weird tone of this movie with during this scene, every action scene is like a kid's movie, a kid's movie with Hanna-Barbera like sound effects. And I am not over exaggerating. No, you're not like when Fred is running down the street being chased by all the Salvation Army Santas, you hear like Fred Flintstone run like like really? the bongo wow. drums and you hear like characters falling over and like cymbals crashing as they hit their heads and stuff. Long story short he ends up getting fucking caught by the cops because he keeps running into people and he runs into a store and he breaks like public property and he ends up getting caught by the cops and put in jail. And so they arrest him and he calls Rachel Weiss to sort of bail him out. But Rachel Weiss totally forgot. I apologize. There's a scene earlier on when they're talking him and Rachel Weiss are talking and Rachel's like, Rachel Weiss is like, you look, you forgot my birthday. And he goes, I didn't forget your birthday. I'm not bailing you out when you get in jail. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just if this ever happens. Yeah. No, he, he says, I didn't forget your birthday. We're going to go to this hotel, this restaurant. It's called something. It's called Bonsai Palace. He just, but he only says that because he sees a billboard in the background that says that. And he goes, oh, that must be a, a real place. We'll go to Bonsai Palace. It'll be really great. It'll be really romantic. He's never actually been there before. There's no actual reservation. She ends up going to Bonsai Palace. She thinks that he's uh, stood her, her up. And Bonsai Palace is not a romantic, quiet place. It's actually a place that, you know, um, was it uh, Benihana where they like do the flipping of the food? Yeah, 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 that place. But then on top of that, behind her, there's a fucking uh, samurai, not samurai, uh, like uh, what, what do they call it when the fat guys fight each other? Sumo wrestling. Sumo wrestling happening. Okay. It's clearly not a romantic. <laughs> the opposite night of out. samurai. Yes, exactly. Oh, that sounds pretty awesome. It yeah, does sound pretty awesome. It's not a romantic. But not a romantic. Not and not for like her birthday. And also, yeah. it sounds like it'd be like his birthday. It'd be his birthday. And on top of that, like it, he didn't even show up. Sounds like my birthday. I want that. Okay. I'll see if there's a place. Okay, like this. cool. So um, she looks like she's been stood up. And of course, she can't answer the phone, can't bail him out. So then he has no other choice but to call his brother. Mm. So we cut. And this is the first time we're seeing Santa as an adult. And he, we see him with Mrs. Claus, his wife, and Mrs. Claus is very little character other than the fact that she clearly doesn't trust uh, Santa's brother, Fred, uh-huh. because, I mean, obviously he's fucking calling asking for bail Yeah. Um, for like $5,000 originally. Okay. He says, can I get $5,000 bail? And Santa, being Santa, is like, yeah, of course you can get $5,000. Like, you know, like he wants to give. You're like, my brother. This is the whole point. Exactly. And yeah. he just wants to give in general. And so then he figures he can push his luck. And says, hey, how about instead of 5000 you give me $50,000 and then I'll take that money and I'll just like add on to it. I'll get $60,000. I'll give you $10,000 back. And Santa's like, what are, you, what are you talking about? Like, you want, now you want $50,000 on top of the $5,000? more. What, yeah, exactly. And then Mrs. Uh, San, uh, uh, Mrs. Claus is like, what? No, like, do not give him money. You need, it, you need to teach him tough love. And so Santa's like, okay, look, here's the thing. I'm not going to give you that money. If you want that money, you have to come and visit me. But the thing is, is like, if you don't accept my invitation to come visit me, then I'm not going to be able to bail you out. Right. And so it eventually he says, sure, like, fine. If that's what I need to do, then I'll come and you can bail me out. 
So then he's bailed out. He goes immediately to Rachel Weiss's place to try to like patch things up with her. She's completely pissed and angry at him. Uh-huh. And um, then he, she breaks up with him basically. So then uh, Fred's back at his apartment and he's packing up to go to Santa's place. And then slam shows up and runs into Fred's house and asks Fred to pretend to be his father. Okay. And Fred's like, why? And then child services shows up. And uh-huh. according to child services, slams, father died a year ago and, uh. and Fred wasn't aware of this and slams like I don't want to go to the orphanage like I don't want to do that right and Fred gets down on his knee and he he, he like looks the little slam boy in the eye <laughs> he tells slam that he has to look out for himself that he needs dang to. and yeah and slams like okay and then he goes to the orphanage it's like, wow, what a great character Fred is, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Fucking amazing. Really sticks his neck out there. Yeah, exactly. And that's just the end of the scene. And uh, then as he's packing up, uh, a elf shows up. A little okay. elf named Willie. You, uh, you yeah. wear a Willie? Mm, yeah. Willie is clearly not a little person. No. Nope. It is the worst. I don't know why people think this looks good. It's clearly a little person's body with a rotoscope, like digitally painted face of another actor on top of that body it looks that bad it looks really bad whenever the whenever the character's moving it looks bad yeah when it moves, it especially in like different lighting situations because like this is a scene that's shot at night yeah. like in the dark and it is and this is also the first time we're seeing the character like this is when we're introduced to the character yeah, yeah. and it instantly comes across as like oh you just you just did this like i, I was excited like when the l showed up i'm like oh you know it's gonna probably be you know some actor that's cool. It's going to be, you know, some, some little person actor that's going to blow it out of the park. And you know, this, cause you know, this is going to be a great part for that. No, no, of course not. No, it's just a guy. No, it is an actor though. It is an actor, but it's not a little person actor. No, it's not. I can't remember his name. I can't remember his name. He does a lot of improv. He was in uh, community. Yes. That's all I remember him doing. I think he was in a couple of, uh, like, I don't think he was a best in show, but anyway, he was in one of those things. Look it up. Uh, and so it's really cringy seeing this. And he says he's the head elf, Willie, and he's going to take Fred to the North Pole. So they get in the sleigh, on the, which is on the roof of the apartment complex, and they fly off to the North Pole. And then when they land, we are introduced to Santa's little helper, who is played by Elizabeth Banks. She will. Uh, she, what? She's not little at all. She's a full grown human. She's a full grown human. What the fuck is this? Is this supposed to be a joke? I don't get it. Is it supposed to be a joke? Like, that is insulting. Are you kidding me? Every other elf in this entire movie is played by a little person or a little person's body with another actor's head. But the obvious eye candy character of the movie, the prize in which Willie wants to win, is played by a full-grown actress that isn't little, and she's playing an elf? Are you fucking kidding me? Do you realize how insulting that is? Well, also, it's weird because... She doesn't seem that much of a character besides I'm just here to be attractive. Yeah, very much so. And it is in and like, yeah, so she shows up and she uh, plays Santa's little helper. And then the head elf starts flirting with Elizabeth Banks and she doesn't know the head elf's name, Willie. She completely forgets his name. And then we are introduced to a bunch of ninja elves. Okay. Yeah. How does a hierarchy work when you have? Santa's the head little elf. helper and the head elf. Like, what's the hierarchy? Who's I don't know. Who? And you know what? The head elf doesn't live in a very fucking great place. He lives no. in a shitty little place with a with Santa's with little beds helper? for some reason. Yeah, Santa's little helper. Well, okay. And what does she do? 
I think all she does, what she does is, according to what I've, the very little bit I've seen, she's all about keeping schedules. Okay. That's her role. Okay, so she's like secretary, I guess. Basically. My head elf is in charge of the elves. That's the other thing. I think that might be that they're going for. It's Probably. Stupid, but. It's stupid because we never actually see the head elf doing any job like that. All His, his job in this movie is <sighs> to fall in love with Elizabeth Banks. Yeah. And to um, parade uh, he, he drives a sleigh, though. Fred around. Yeah, he drives a sleigh. But while he's driving the sleigh, there's shit going on in the North Pole. Like, get some other lowly elf to do it. You don't want to give that guy. You send the best to pick up the worst. I guess so. It's just insulting. It's just stupid is what it is. It's stupid. stupid. It's dumb. It's dumb. So, then we are introduced to a bunch of ninja elves who attack Fred because they think he's got a gun. Okay. The only reason the scene is there because they'll show up later in the movie. Yeah. And then we are introduced to Mrs. Claus who hates Fred and they hate each other. Mm -hmm. And then finally, Santa Claus and Fred talk to each other for the first time in a really long time. It's really awkward. And then Fred sees Santa's workshop. Okay. Yes. They're all immortal. Yes. Right. Yes. Why don't they have millions of dollars? That's what I'm saying. Because when you live forever, you can get millions of dollars. Yes. Pretty much forever. Definitely. You have no problem with money. I've no. seen Twilight. This is a fact. <laughs> this happens all the time. Well, not only that, like Fred could totally use this to his advantage. Like, hey, old woman, do you want to do you want to live forever? Fucking marry me. And you're rich. But you're a rich old woman. You want to marry? Because Fred is clearly an opportunistic motherfucker. Uh Like he can use the fact that he lives forever to his financial gain if he wants to. Or invest forever. Or invest in things. But no. 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 That's never. That's never even like it's only ever mentioned in the opening bit so that the movie can make sense. Like it's not. That's. I figured that would be a plot point. No. 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 And how, and how do you talk possible. to somebody like that? Like, that's another thing. It's like when he's talking to Rachel Weiss, I'm like, oh, the reason he doesn't want to commit to living with her is because he doesn't want to tell her that when they get married, she's going to fucking have to live forever, which is a curse to some people, probably. That's true, yeah. Because you're going to be seeing all of your family die. Forever. Well, yeah. And your friends. Yeah, that's true. And the only one you'll have left is this fucking asshole Fred. Who and what sucks. if you fall? And what if you fall out of love with him? Then what's going to happen? Then you have to divorce him and you die. You have die. to divorce him and then you die. Oh, that's that, crazy. It is never well, dealt with in the die, entire movie. Do you think you die instantly or do you think you got like a long slow death? That's what I'm saying. It's going to be like the end of Indiana Jones 3, The Last Crusade, where, where you, you turn into a, a fucking, yeah, you shrivel up into a skeleton. I don't know oh, because man. the movie doesn't tackle it. That's how, you, that's how you lock that shit up. If you don't marry me, if you don't, if you divorce me, you die. Seriously, you're going to have to go through some fucking serious counselors to have to deal with that <laughs> kind of thing. If, if you want to live forever, apparently. It's true. It's dumb. Either, either way. So Fred sees Santa's workshop and we show the process of a kid like writing down a little letter asking for a present from Santa. Uh-huh. And then we follow that letter all the way to Santa's workshop and getting made. Why are we seeing this? This, uh. what is, because again, this, this begs the question, who is the audience for this movie? The only people that would be interested in this kind of thing is like a little child. Yeah. You know, we, as adults, we've seen this hundreds of times. We yeah. know the rules. We There's know, nothing cool about it. None cool There's about nothing it changing about it at all. The most interesting thing is, Hey, this immoral thing would have been really interesting to would've explore really if you were an adult. Yeah, exactly. But it's not. No, so, it's not. So anyway, so then we're introduced to, I think, the cringiest character of the movie. All right. He's a Kevin DJ Spacey? elf. Oh, what? DJ elf. You don't. You, oh, there's no DJ elf later in the movie. No. So we're introduced to the DJ elf. Uh, I think his name's DJ Donnie. He is played by Ludacris. Oh, I saw him for a second. We didn't say anything. And I can't even say he's played by Ludacris because it's another case of getting a normal sized actor and rotoscoping their head onto a smaller person's body. But the thing about this, like 
they do it kind of cleverly with the other Willie elf. Cause whenever there's a scene with just Willie in the scene, it's clearly just that actor in the outfit, you know, talking. Yeah, yeah. And then they just splice that in with scenes of his face being rotoscoped because when you only have him in the shot and it's really close, it's really obviously rotoscoped. Yeah. But in this case, I don't know whether it's because Luda didn't want to wear those ridiculous outfits <laughs> or he only wanted to shoot for like two days or something. But either way, every time we see Luda, he is being rotoscoped onto this poor person's body. And his character is fucking ridiculous because all his job is, is to sit in a little booth with a bunch of records and to play uh, music that is um, recommended by the other elves. And the music that's always recommended is Santa Claus is coming to town. So all he does is play Santa Claus and coming to town over and over and over again. That's kind of funny. It's pretty funny. Um, yeah. So that's stupid. So then we see the naughty and nice list. Ooh. And in order to determine who, what kid is naughty and nice, we see a humongous snow globe. Okay. I don't know what it is about Santa Claus movies. Santa snow Claus loves snow globes, man. There's not, many, there's not a lot of like symbolism of Christmas. That's not just a Christmas tree, I guess. That's true. But you can have a Christmas tree full of uh, like uh, magical ornaments. Yeah, or the pie mills can fall off and determine who's naughty or nice. That's true. Because we all have names on them. I don't know. Exactly. But anyway, yeah, we were introduced to the snow globe that uh, shows naughty kids doing naughty things. It's kind of like Cerebro, basically. Yeah. <laughs> like the first time I saw this, like, when I saw this, I'm like, oh, it's just it's just Cerebro, but with naughty children rather yeah. than mutants. And um, the thing is that is interesting about this scene, which I, I, I hope is like further explored later in the movie is when Santa sees a kid acting naughty, he's like, that is clearly a naughty act. Like, this kid is naughty because he's, didn't, he's done right. a naughty thing. Fred, however, whenever he sees a kid act naughty, his first question is, why is he doing that? Like, what is the context of this naughty act? Yeah, yeah. Which is uh, interesting. It, it shows the difference between these two characters. Uh-huh. I hope that's explored later in the movie because that's the only thing I found interesting about this movie. So then we are introduced to Kevin Spacey. And... Uh, he's playing the character of efficiency expert. Okay. So he shows up to the North Pole to see how efficient okay. the operation is. At the Where North did Pole. he come from? I don't know. Okay. Ethan. I want to know that because that would make a lot more sense. I was going to ask you the same question, bud. No. Because here's the thing, too. Later on, it's introduced to the fact that there's a board that he works for who we never know the name of the board. We don't know where they work. We don't know what their job okay. is. At least there is a board. There's a board. I don't know what the board does. Does the board supply money to the North Pole so that they can run this operation? I don't know. But he's also under control of the Easter Bunny and the Tooth Fairy. Okay. All right. So there's other magical creatures that okay. exist. At least that makes a little bit more sense than I thought. But I don't know what this board, like where this board exists. I don't know. Like, do corporations own this board? I, I don't, don't know. know. I don't know. Maybe. I wish I wish you had told me. Man, how weird that'd be if it's like, listen, we're going to put your present in Santa's sack. Mm-hmm. And he's going to deliver it to this many people. We got past this much money and we'll get you the best advertising in the world. Yep. Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola. It's going to be in every Coca-Cola commercial. Every single one. Exactly. And then those, and then uh, we're going to get Tim Allen to play you in movies too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Great. Um, uh, and then and that's the other thing too, is like, because like Santa knew this efficiency expert was coming. Why would you invite your shitty brother to visit you like on the most important couple of like month know. story? Of course, obviously story. Um, and then, uh, so Santa, in order to make sure that his brother stays busy, gives him the job of going through kids's letters and stamping them either naughty or nice. Okay. So that's the job. 
So then we are introduced to the fish expert played by Kevin Spacey. He says that Santa's production is not keeping up with the growing wish list of children because children used to wish for things like happiness or food. And now they wish for like 15 things a wish list, oh, which man. is way too much for the production of Santa's workshop. Yeah. I thought it was because of the growing children population and Kevin Spacey was going to be like, we need a genocide. We just need to kill children. We just Obviously. need to kill them all. Man, that would be interesting too. <laughs> we can't keep up. Santa Claus has to purge the naughty ones. Oh shit. Then it'll just be like that Santa movie. Well, that wouldn't help actually because he didn't give them anything. He just gives them coal. Coal's easy. Coal's easy for the naughty kids. kids. So he's have to kill them. We have to, that's the thing. We have to kill all the nice kids. Ooh. How interesting would that be? That'd be cool as fuck. <laughs> Man, every time we do Santa's, these movies. Santa's sleigh. Santa's sleigh. He comes in and just kills all the nice kids because there's too many of them. Too and many nice kids. Just to have the good PR of but you know, to the But nice you know kids. who stops him from killing all the nice kids? Huh? A couple of drunk elves. Yeah. <laughs> that'd be a sequel. <laughs> that'd be the sequel. Uh, anyway. So, uh, basically, the board, uh, in quotes, has said that they're going to streamline the production and redo the process by outsourcing. Got to make all those profits. Exactly. <sighs> yeah, right? What profits are you making off advertising? Anyway, basically, he says he's going to outsource to the South Pole. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, so then uh, Fred is going back to that room with the big, um, uh, what's it called? The big naughty or nice snow globe and looks up Rachel Weiss. And, he's, hey. and so Rachel Weiss is doing her job. She's a meter maid. And really? All, yeah. Huh, okay. And all of a sudden he sees fucking Negan slash the comedian from Walking Dead slash Watchmen. That actor, uh, oh, yeah. he shows up and he's like hidden on Rachel Weiss and like gives her his card to like go on a dinner with her and shit. And she's like actually like smitten by him. It's a pretty great scene. Okay. He plays a great asshole. He, you know what? He's my favorite character in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> you only see him in a snow globe. Uh, he never shows up again. I was hoping nope. he was going to be like a main nope. like. Oh. Nope. He's there for a trashy joke and that's it. That's a shame. I'll tell you. I'm excited. Continue. All right. So. Uh, then while this is all happening, Fred is getting so annoyed, uh, by, you know, the fact that his ex-girlfriend is going to probably go on this date and, uh, here comes Santa Claus is still blaring on the radio over and over again. So then he goes over to DJ Donnie and tells him to fucking stop playing that music. And DJ Donnie is like, no, this is my job as the DJ. I have to play what people tell me. And then, uh, and then Fred just beats up DJ Donnie and like locks him in a closet and then starts playing a remix of rubbernecking by Elvis. And then he goes down to the where the, the like the factory the where they're creating toys and starts dancing with all the elves and all the elves start like mosh pitting and like dancing with Fred. Okay. And then we cut to Spacey. Do you think Spacey's gonna see this insanity? Probably, and he's probably gonna be like, "This is bad." So Kevin Spacey tells Santa that he has three strikes, and that if he reaches the third strike, then they're gonna pull funding and they're gonna redo the entire operation. Okay. Um, and then he also says. That Spacey tells Santa that no one is to know why he is here. No one. So he can't tell anybody. He can't tell his own brother. He can't tell mm. the elves. So then they walk into the madness. Of so what the does dance. he tell everyone he is? He doesn't tell them anything. He so just he says just he's a person. guy. This is a guy hanging out? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I know, right? Not suspicious Why not just tell your brother in, pu in private? Like, yeah. Why not just tell him? Because he hates him. No. He doesn't. doesn't hate his brother. Oh, never mind then. Not yet. Um, he doesn't eat. I mean, Santa's eternally lovable. Either way. So then Kevin Spacey sees all this insanity, gives him strike one. So then Fred tells Santa that the, it was the DJ's fault and that the DJ tried to fight him and that he's blaming <sighs> the DJ basically. I know, right? Fuck you, Fred. 
fuck you, you protagonist of the movie. And Santa desperately uh, tries to tell Fred to just stay at his station, to stay like where he's supposed to be staying, you know, because like he knows how important this is, but he can't tell his own brother. So then Santa invites Fred to dinner and they walk to where the dinner is. But then Fred sees that their parents are there and he never wants to meet his parents. He hates his mother because his mother is always prefer Santa to him. And so then there's this big thing where they're like, I'm never going to see him. I'm never going to see him. I'm never going to see him. I don't want to talk to our parents ever again. Cut for humor and plot. He actually does go to dinner. But when they arrive at dinner, who was there? But Kevin Spacey. Kevin Spacey has invited himself to the dinner. And so we're going to have this big, awkward family dinner where Kevin Spacey's there. I speed this up on getting bored. Okay. Nothing happens there, but other than Kevin Spacey realizes that uh, Fred is a screw up of the family and that okay. everyone hates him. Uh-huh. So then we uh, see Fred. He storms out of the family dinner. He goes to a tavern. And he meets uh-huh. up with uh, Willie the head elf. And okay. they both oogle at uh, Elizabeth Banks. Elizabeth Banks leaves and says goodbye to uh, Fred because he remembers Fred's name, but doesn't remember Willie's name. Willie's like, oh, man, I really love her. She's the most important person to me. I can't For even. All her personality, right? Exactly. Okay. Because it's not just because of her fucking looks. Because yeah. it's clear they haven't ever really had a conversation together. And then he says that he wanted to dance with her at like, the dance last year, the company dance last year, but he doesn't even know how to dance. And what does Fred do? He goes, oh, well, I'll teach you how to dance. So then there's this big awkward Maybe scene. Fred's somewhat of a nice character sometimes, there's randomly, when it doesn't matter. That's the thing. It's not even consistent. So then we see Fred, and they dance. And um, they're dancing and dancing, and it's really awkward, and it's really bad, because the more the elf moves, the more obvious that it's just another actor's head painted on the <sighs> elf's body. And then... Fred, uh, and then the, the, the elf is going all crazy, and then he falls over on the table, and then Elizabeth Banks comes back in, and uh, el- the elf, Willie's like, so overcome with the mo- uh, like uh, embarrassment, and he storms out, and Fred uh, follows him, and then uh, they both go back to Willie's house, and Willie is saying that he loves Elizabeth Banks so much and made a fool of himself, and then Fred says, look, it doesn't matter because it's clear that you love her and that you're going to work hard for it. Basically saying the same thing that Fred used to say to the little black kid, Slam, and it's like, oh, is Willie supposed to be like a surrogate of Sam, or Slam, it doesn't matter, and then uh, the <laughs> next scene is we see uh kevin spacey and he's in uh the i don't know how he got into the factory but he's in the factory and then he's shredding all of the uh, letters that the kids had written and he's like it seems like he's maliciously doing this towards fred like he's like oh fred why'd you do this oh fred you're such a screw up and then the next uh scene we cut to the daytime and everyone's blaming fred for doing this for like shredding all the documents and uh fred's like look i didn't know what i was doing and then fred leaves and uh and just overcome with emotion and then uh, uh, what's his name and then um, Kevin Spacey Kevin Spacey shows back up again and he goes hey you know who's to blame for this Fred no it's your turn that's it that's it oh my god this movie is the B movie of Santa Claus movies <laughs> where it's like hey we don't really have a tone we're gonna think what's funny but like this is adult humor but like we're really bad at that too because yeah. we're also trying to start a line because like maybe the kids will watch this seriously that's the biggest problem with the movie like <clears throat> you have movies that can appeal to both you know, family, like both adults and children. This is trying really hard to do that. And it's just failing miserably. The weird thing about like movies that appeal to both adults and children is usually they're a genuine struggle that both age groups can relate to. Like Incredibles. Like you have. Or any Disney movie. Well, yeah, but some Disney movies, not every Disney movie. Uh, like I don't know. Most Disney movies like yeah. adults can still relate. Yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah. But, but that's what I'm saying is like Incredibles is really good because you, you do have two different sets of characters that you're that's following. True. They both have struggles of their own and you can relate to both of them. True. But then you have this movie where it's like kids are not going to relate to no, any of not this. at all. Yeah. All right. So I don't know what's going on. Fred is hanging out there and a bunch of little people come in they start fighting him because they're in ninja suits. Yes. 
don't they're know. They're from earlier. Yeah, they're from earlier. <laughs> they, they, they got crazy Hanna-Barbera noises, the whole thing. It's embarrassing. I was like, oh man, what a fun kids movie. And it's also like they're confronting Fred in a room full of the letters. And it's like, that's the reason that they're confronting him is to protect the letters. Because they don't have copies of well, the Well, what they're doing is they're going to get an inter- intervention. Oh, is that what's happening? So they drag him to an intervention where everyone is like, we need to talk about your behavior. Okay. And Rachel Weiss is there. What? Yeah, she's there. Um, She's Weird. like, they, they flew me up and they want me to talk to you. And he's like, wow, I saw you were with that one guy and he was an older man. She's like, I didn't even like want to go on a date with him. He just solicited me or whatever. Yeah. Solicited is not the right word. Uh, ab- abused. No, that's not the right word either. <laughs> Approached me. Approached me. And asked me on a date, and I was like, no, I turned no. And she's like, well, did you? He's like, did you? Did you? Did you even like talk to him? And he's, well, she's like, yeah, I talked to him, but I didn't like go after him. Like, so then you, then your older See? man approached you. Also, he's that older man. I'm like, what? he's not even that old. It's, I didn't know who he's it a, was. He's as old that's, as him. That's what I thought. Yeah. He's as old as fucking Vince Vaughn. I don't get that part. Yeah. Whatever. He sucks. It's he just, does suck. And then she, basically, he's not charming. Yeah. Basically, she gets so mad that she stomps out and leaves because. Wait, wait, wait. So wait, who confronted Rachel Weiss and was like, "Hey, come to fucking Santa's workshop because this guy that the you've family. been dating for three years, like, is she now aware that he's the brother? Of I guess Santa? so. That's a big deal. Either I way, guess it whatever. didn't seem to really matter. Okay. They got this guy named Doctor Goldfar. He's just there to help because. Uh, apparently Santa himself is stressed out, so he's overeating because mm. that's what he does. Yes, that's the main thing. Um, see, I didn't know who Rachel Wise was. So I said ex-wife. Pressure no, away. just ex-girlfriend. That's what I thought. Yeah. Um, um, he says, Fred causes He says, look, one day of therapy, it doesn't matter. I only have one day here, then I'm getting out of here. Yes. Because it doesn't matter. Yes. Um, and then he leaves, and then Kevin Spacey finds him and pokes pokes at Fred saying, you know, like, you know, I know what it's like to not be like the best brother. Like it sucks. You know, when you're the little tree and the big tree is taking up all the sun because it's so much bigger than you. Someday you just gonna have to chop that big tree down. And oh, I'm like, shit. oh no, what's going to happen? He's going to kill his own brother. So, yeah. So, um, what happens is, mm-hmm. um, oh no, this is hard before that. He's standing around and he sees the naughty child of the year award goes to slam. What? And he's like, what happened Slam's to slam? Slam's the coolest kid ever. What happened to slam? And so he's like, Hey, snow globe, check out slam. And slam is at an orphanage. Yeah. And now his kid's like, what'd you ask Santa? And he's like, I asked for a family. And this other one's like, I asked for a family. And then slam goes, yeah, you ain't going to get nothing. Santa hates you. He's just a, he's just a PR person who wants all the all the glory to him. That's pretty much. You don't want anything else. Don't drink the Kool Aid. And then like slaps on the kids, and then they get in the fight. And yeah, and it's like, oh no. And he's yep. like, what have I? And Vince Vaughn's like, what have I done? I'm ruining children. <laughs> Besides ruining this movie. Yeah. Um, and his own career. Yeah. I'm looking at you, remake a psycho. Uh, so um, he yeah. goes back to the little place. The little place. The little place with all the uh letters and starts doing his job and he oh, reads yeah. Slam's letter. He says he wants a puppy for Christmas, even though he's been Mark Naughty. Oh. So he's not getting a puppy because he's been Mark Naughty. That's yeah, he said earlier yeah. on to Vince like he wanted a he wanted and a he does. So he just goes through and marks every single naughty person. Nice. Nice. He's like F these guys. Um while this is happening, there is some creepy ass dramatic music playing. Really? It's like he's doing something nefarious. So it's like dun 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 dun. So we're not supposed dun, to like dun dun dun. It's like all scary. And so we're stuff. not supposed to like the fact that he's. I guess not. Because I'm on his side. Like clearly, 
it's a victim of circumstance situation. Like the reason the there's kid a lot is of interesting stuff about that. Okay. Well, not a lot, but I mean, there's some. Okay. Um, next thing I said is why is Elizabeth Banks in a sexy outfit? Yeah. Um, she says they can't make enough presents because now everyone is put on the nice list. I made all the calculations. Right. So the, Nick confronts Fred as he's kind of like walking away and is like, hey, yo, you messed everything up. Why do you consistently mess everything up? Like this was directly on purpose. Why would you do that? You know, you completely screwed us over and they get into, he's like, yeah, well you suck. You're fat. That's literally <laughs> all his defense was, is just calling Nick fat. Fred uh, was. And so he's like, you're fat. And he starts insulting him and he's like, yeah, well you suck and no one loves you because you're a terrible person. He's like, yeah, but you're fat. <laughs> and so they just start throwing snowballs at each other. And, um, uh, eventually Vince Vaughn knocks Nick down. He falls on the ground and then he gets up again. He gets up again and he gets nobody's going to keep him down. No. So he gets in a snowmobile and tries to run over Nick Holy shit. or not Nick, uh, Fred, Fred and Fred jumps on the back and like tries to choke him out with a shovel and there's a little fight and it's wacky and it's fun with uh, sound effects probably right? a little bit. All right. Um, and then they fall and ram into something and they both fall on the ground. Yeah. And, and you know, have you ever had like a fight with someone like someone you actually like, like, yes. like as a kid, and you actually like physically like wrestle whatever and but then you hurt and, them. and you f- no and you just feel better afterwards. Oh, like you both feel better. I mean, not have you never really. had that? Not really. Man, I got so mad at my friend one night. One time at Southern Camp, I just beat the shit out of him. Whoa. But he also beat the shit out of me. It felt great. Like, we're both I mean, that's the whole that. point of Fight Club. I guess. Like, yeah, it, just, it, was it was just nice. It was just nice. It was like, dude, I feel so much better. It's like, yeah, dude. Did you make out afterward? Um, a little bit. Okay, cool. just for a little bit though. <laughs> Not too long. That was also get the other aggression out, like yeah. the little bit, like to let the little bit out. Um, but so that's what happens here. That's kind of, sort of. So they had kind of the deep introspection, introspective. Uh-huh. Um, and you know, Nick says, "You know what? I figure out the thing is, is that you hate me." And Fred says, "I don't hate you, Nick. I just wish you were never born." Holy shit. Like, Damn. But that's kind of like, I don't know, it's like real, I guess. That's, I, that's it's like his, yeah. He's, he's always been like his, obviously the, the favorite child was, uh, was Nick. Nick. Yeah. Um, so, and then Santa gets up and starts leaving. He says, you know, that Kevin Spacey guy, he's pretty good in House of Cards. No, he said, <laughs> he's actually an efficiency expert and is one, and he's one strike away from shutting us down permanently. And so what happens next scene is Kevin Spacey's there and, He's like, I've been wanting to see you, Nick. Look at this video. And it's just a video of him nodding, putting on the nice, you know, putting on the naughty people nice. Right. And he's like, oh, okay. He's like, here's a slip. And he gives him the pink slip. And he fires Santa Claus. <gasps> it's like, dude, what the heck? So Fred is at this point leaving. He's getting on the uh, reindeer sleigh. Uh-huh. And um, Mrs. Claus comes, give him a package and says, I don't think you deserve a cent. Here's your money. Sends him Damn. off his way. So he gets home. Apparently someone needs $50,000 from him. That's the guy the, that he's going to buy the property from to make the uh, gambling. Ah, house. okay. Yes. Curious. Um, so. Yes. He opens up the box and he finally looks in the present. And the present, it says, I'm sorry I cut down your tree. And I'm like, what tree? <laughs> and inside is a birdhouse. And I'm like, I don't get it. Is it just a birdhouse? <laughs> yeah, it's just a birdhouse. Oh, man, that's fucking hilarious. It's significant to people to me, who, who've seen the whole... But not to you. Nope, to so me, you must like, have been so confused. Well, I was like, this must be significant. I'm not stupid. Yeah, we've done this before. So, here's a weird part. How does, he, how does Vince respond to this? Does um, he start crying, the fact that he... No, he was just kind of like, meh. 
So <laughs> fuck, he got my buddy. He go. Fred goes to a counseling place of people who have brothers who are overshadowed. Mm. This is a weird scene <laughs> because the first person who's talking is the brother of Sylvester Stallone. Oh, supposedly. Do you think it's really him? No, okay. because they're just people who look like them. Okay, okay, okay. So he's just like, it was great. And then Rambo came out, and then Rambo 2, and I had to fight all these things between him and Stallone, and like, First Blood, and all that stuff. Mm. And someone else came, and was like, I, my brother is Bill Clinton. Ugh. And, uh, you know, he was the president, and I wanted to be first brother, and then another person, and then uh, Vince Vaughn's an asshole, and is like, I want to go first, I want to talk about my problems. And then he's like, fine. So he starts talking, and he's like, I am... The brother of Santa Claus. Everyone's like, dude, is this a joke? And this guy, who's Alec Baldwin's brother. Is it really Alec Baldwin's brother? Because he's got a lot of brothers. It might be, honestly. They're willing to do anything for money. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. Honestly, I ain't look. Probably. <laughs> it probably was. Anyway, so. And he's just like, what are you doing? All this like, stuff. Like, you think this is a joke? This is serious for us. He's like, yeah. And then the council's like, what if he really thinks his brother is like Santa Claus. And I was like, oh, I think my brother is like Santa Claus too. And all stuff. He's like, no, but my brother is actually Santa Claus. And it's like stupid. This is um, a weird scene. It's weird. And then, um, there's like a bunch, a few other people that are supposed to look like ripoffs of Vito. I know there's a dumb guy who definitely looks like Clint Eastwood. Uh-huh. Very similar. So you can just tell. Right. Um, but basically the end result is Vaughn learns from Clinton's brother that he should always be there for his brother no, no matter, matter what, what, because that's what Clinton's brother did despite not wanting to be first brother. Mm. Is stupid. It is stupid. It's a bad scene. It's dumb. It's, it's a not good. Bad scene. So he uses. So he goes on the phone, calls up some place right away, and says, "I have fifty thousand dollars to get a ride to the North Pole." So he takes, goes all the way to the North Pole. So using, he did have the money. Yeah, he did get fifty thousand. He just didn't spend it on that property. What? You didn't think he did? Of course, I thought he did. Oh yeah, he. Had Why it. wouldn't he? Yeah, he has it. He's just going to spend it instead of that property. He's going to spend thought, it on going See, to- okay, I thought what this was was he didn't get the money at all. He no, just he did got get the, the birdhouse. No, he did get the money. Oh, God. Oh, sorry. Okay. No, he okay. got the money and the birdhouse. Okay. All right. The birdhouse was worth so much more than money, though. He just had to put a birdhouse in his soul. He really did. Yeah. So he took all these methods, took like a boat to get up north. He took like a sleigh ride and then got all the way as close as he can. Some guy's like, go that way. And he's like, okay. So he goes up there and he talks to um, the head elf and is like, hey, Make a bunch of presents. And they're like, okay, we could do that. We'll make it in time. Yay. He basically says that. We'll cut Are some- you fucking serious? He How? Said, he says they, they're going to cut some corners and do some, uh, they're going to cut some corners. And, and they couldn't done. have done that before. Santa's all about quality. I don't know. Look, I don't know. It's stupid. Yeah, it is stupid. So um, he goes in and is like, hey, Santa, look, you got all this stuff. You're going to be able to do it. Unfortunately, Santa ate too much food. <laughs> so now he can't get up. <laughs> So Vince Vaughn has to be a delivery person. Me? Yeah, that's it. That's literally is, is, is like he had a humongous fat suit. No, oh, he's just like I can't move. <laughs> okay, just take so a big now shit. Nice to be a delivery person because they're like, hey, head elf, you should drive. You're great at this. You'll be good at. It. He's like, no, the contract says only a no! clause no! can drive the sleigh. No, which is stupid because what are they going to do when they fire Santa, which they just did? Yeah. What is their plan? Also, you know who drove the sleigh to pick up? No, to deliver the presents. Oh. Um, that's the, he can drive the sleigh. He just can't. Sorry. He can't drive the sleigh, deliver presents. Only Claus Yeah, can. exactly. So what happens? Yeah. When he gets fired? Nothing. I guess. He Good can't. thing there's other clauses, I suppose. I suppose in the world, maybe. Yeah. Stupid. Well, no, his brother. Yeah, I know, but I'm thinking like... And then his mom. What if you want to get that family out of there? Well, they all just burst in the dust. Oh, shit. You're fired. You're no You're longer... You're no longer a saint. You just take <laughs> away your sainthood. You just... 
I'll turn to dust. That'd be no nuts. way. That'd be cool. That'd be cool as hell. I'd make this movie way better. Way better. Unfortunately, no. Um, instead, we just get a really, really, really long sequence of Vince Vaughn delivering presents. And, um, is it funny? Yeah. No, it's not. <laughs> uh, Vince Vaughn also talks to his brother. He's like, look, man, there's no naughty kids, only scared kids. Every kid deserves a present. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, Mr. Everyone gets a bonus on Christmas, despite, you know, not working at all. Yeah, exactly. Whatever. Exactly. Is it, is it, I get what he, I get what it's going for. Like, some people are misunderstood, and it's like not all criminals are criminals. Well, mostly just, well, okay. Some people are in bad situations. I was going to say, well, especially children. Yeah, especially children. Yeah, like, like, I feel like if you're an adult, you're kind of more held responsible. Yeah, totally you be true. More responsible. Yeah. But it's like fucking kids. It's like, yeah, it's not, it's not a horrible message, honestly. For children, yeah, I'd say it's so. It's like, but then it's also like, eh, just be naughty. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, because there are just some shitty kids. So I guess, too. yeah, there's also like the target of this movie is obviously for adults because if a kid sees that, They'll be like, oh, shoot, I'm going to be naughty then. Who cares? Right. Except for you also have scenes that are clearly driven toward children. Yeah. Yeah. This is stupid. Movie. It is stupid. Um, Yeah. So Fred gets yelled at by Kevin Spacey, who's like, hey, you can't do this. And he's like, watch me, bitch. <laughs> and they go up. They didn't actually say that. There's no swearing in this movie. Of course. Because um, this is a kid's movie. <laughs> it's a kid's movie, in quotes. Yeah. Uh, with a scene up. with Bill Clinton's brother, because... Yeah. Kids know Bill Clinton. Yeah, and love uh, Rocky. And love Rocky and know who Sylvester Stallone is. Uh, so especially Alec Baldwin. And know who Alec Baldwin is. The most obscure of all of them. <laughs> most people know who Bill Clinton is. Yeah. Uh, um, so he goes up, delivers all the presents, and here's a fun part. Is did you know he has to eat all the cookies because people get offended if he only eat all the cookies? So stupid. it's just him eating food. This is stupid. And it doesn't even affect them. So he just goes and delivers all the presents. Could have just thrown them away. And it's going great. Them. It's going great. But then Kevin Spacey appears at the headquarters where he's getting all his radio information and pulls the plug and no. shuts it down. And everyone he's like, let's see how you get along blind, Fred. No, no. And then he's like, oh, okay, I guess I'll deliver all the presents. So without any of the stuff. Yeah, without any of the stuff. Luckily, before then, um, Fred got the slam and gave him a puppy for Christmas. Oh, that's all that matters. And he's like, everything's good. And he's like, okay. And he's like, be a better kid, Slam. And he's like, all right. Oh, by the way, here's your wallet, Sam. I pickpocket off you. And he's like, okay. <laughs> I like Slam. He's all right. He's probably the best character this movie because I didn't see the other guys. So probably, yeah. Yeah, I'd most, say, yeah. Slam's he's the most great. interesting. Yeah. Um, and then Kevin Spacey pulled plug. Oh, he fires all the elf workers too. Mm. And I'm like, who is this guy still? I don't know. I know now. <laughs> um, and then Santa. Is like shows up and is like, hey, Kevin Spacey, who lived in blah 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 in Illinois, you were one of the naughtiest kids in 1974 or something oh, like that. You're on the naughty list. He's like, how could you remember that? And he's like, you asked for a thing. Oh, it was a Superman cape. He's like, and I didn't give it to you because you were naughty. And he's like, yeah. And he's like, well, it's a little late, but here's a Superman gift. And he's like, wow. He's like, put it on. He's like, but I'm 45 years old. <laughs> He's like, doesn't matter. He's like, okay. And he puts it on and he's like, now you got to help me save Christmas. He's like, okay, I like you now. Are you kidding me? Well, because he, he had a vengeance against Santa, man. That was the whole thing. Because he got he got screwed over at one time. He he f was, Santa didn't give him something nice because he just thought the world was bitter after that. Right. You know, and he just turned into a horrible person. Right. Because he just kept continuing. There was no like handout, like reaching out and being like, hey man, like not everything's terrible. Like there are some good parts in life. So he just became a bitter old man. Who just wants to, you know, so take down Santa? How do you? So how do you go from a kid in Illinois to being like, okay, now what I'm gonna do is here's my plan is to work for the company that runs all of these fairy tale creatures so that I can one day shut down the operation of Santa Claus. 
You got to be some manipulative motherfucker. I don't know. Uh, yeah. And then on top of that, like, it seems like normal people don't even really believe that Sandy even exists, even though he clearly does. I don't know. <laughs> Honestly, You're- the amount of like not giving a shit about like filling in the gaps of this movie is like insulting. Yeah. Because it's just like, we're just put enough. We're just going to patch this up enough. If, so it floats. And if this were it just floats like kind of badly and isn't very efficient. Yeah. And this boat sucks. If this were just a movie for children, I'd let it slide, but clearly doesn't feel like that. No. So, uh, yeah. So he comes back a thing and he's like, okay, I'll turn back the power and Kevin says he's trying to turn on power, but he can't. And it's like, Oh no, he has to do it all on without power. So he just does the whole thing anyway. So it didn't even power. fucking matter. It's even matter. It's because Santa changes a person. Now he realizes he should have everyone presence. Okay. And also Kevin Spacey developed as a person. Right. It was a character development moment. Okay. But it didn't matter. But not a plot development. But then what happens next is you see these two people arrive. They land back and you see the head elf get out and he just walks forward and everyone's quiet. Like what happened? Walks forward, stands up on this thing and then just kisses Elizabeth Banks. He's, he's gotten his reward. He's gotten his reward for he's, a completely successful journey exactly. by helping. Did she want that, do you think? It, it looked like she wanted it in the end. Probably not at first. <sighs> I don't know. Sure was a rude thing for him to do to assume that she wanted to kiss him. Well, just because he did one thing. Well, I don't know. Maybe everyone was so ecstatic in the moment. It was like all those ladies in the end of World War II with the soldiers. Well, you know, know. you know that story, don't you? Yeah, I know. That's not true either. <laughs> That was like his girlfriend, wasn't it, or whatever? No, it was a completely random person, and he forced her to kiss him. Uh. And it's like it was the worst moment of her life because she was like forced to do this, and there was a fucking picture taken, and everyone assumed that they knew each other, that that it was a moment where they were both compliant, and she was like insulted and hurt by that photo, and it haunted her for the rest of her life. Huh? That's a real true story. Uh, It's so romantic, though. I see it on Facebook all the time. (laughs) It recreated everywhere. Anyway, um. Anyway, so I guess that's cool. And uh-huh. so they kiss and then they don't understand anything. No one understands that anything good has happened until Fred comes in and says, we did it. Hey. It's like, no shit. <laughs> you think you'd, you think you'd be like so disappointed by that? Because the thing is, is like they had to do it before midnight because right. Kevin Spacey already sent off his thing. Like if it doesn't get present by midnight, I think we should get a new Santa or whatever. Uh-huh. So you could have just lied. Yeah, he could have said, oops, I messed a mistake, but he already sent it off to the council or whatever. Yeah. No, no, he could have just arrived and been like, I did it. And he didn't really do it. Yeah. <laughs> like, There's no one who really. Nobody cares. No one, yeah, the, the power was off. There's no way anyone could nobody check it. Nobody would have known. And parents give. Uh, Maybe he pre- did lie. That's it, did. In my lore, he lied. And parents give uh, fucking Santa ki- gifts to their kids anyway. Yeah. He did show up in the Jewish family's house and stole some of their food, but they actually offered it to him. So oh. he was like, like oh, why did he show go. up at their house? Because, oh, because his, his uh, instruments address. weren't working? I, I guess. Okay. I don't know. All Whatever. right. Who cares? Um, it doesn't matter. So, everyone says we did it. Everyone's happy. Next scene, uh, Fred Claus goes and he sneaks into his wife, uh, I said wife's house, our ex-girlfriend's house and appears down the chimney Yay. and gives her a gift. She's like, this is really messed up. I'm going to arrest you because this is like borderline harassment. Yeah. And she's he's like, it's okay. I'm going to move in with you. And I'm like, what the fuck? That's like the wrong thing to say. <laughs> I'm going to move in. I want to restrain you. It's like, no, no, I'm moving in. I'm going to sleep in our our kitchen right now. Goodbye. I'm going to leave you this gift. She opens it up and it's a little bear with the France on it. Does that have anything to do with anything? Oh, right. Yeah. Originally, when like on their anniversary or something, 30th anniversary, he said that, oh, yeah, we're going to go to France. We're going to go to France. We're going to go to France. And she learned French and then they wound up like going to Canada so he could watch hockey or something like that. Wow. How dude of him. I know, right? So. 
she's all happy and immediately starts kissing him because you know it's all because he's, so, he's so charming he's so charming and he, Vince he, he, Vaughn turned, is the most charming person he, he turned around and you know she's he's like i got another surprise he's like i hope this isn't a bad surprise and then so they get on the sleigh and fly to paris and there's in paris and he's like it's a company car and she's like ah, i'm so excited i'm like cool wow what a way to woman back where what they, a way where, where, where are they gonna park fly. that they don't have to park it just fly around <laughs> they're not even a land in Paris. Listen, it's like uh, uh, a whole new world in Aladdin. They oh, just fly okay. around. They, they just fly around and they go back home. Yeah, Wasn't it. that cool when we flew around Paris? You didn't see any of it. Yeah. <laughs> you see it. Well, you see it, but you don't see like the like the museums or eat the food or any of the stuff you want. Yeah, to you can smell the food. You smell the food. Yeah, that's good enough. So and then it's like, <laughs> wow, what <laughs> a great what a great movie. And then it says, I wonder the creator says. I know you guys are curious about what happened to all the other characters. And I'm like, nope, don't give a shit. Nope, don't care. But here's what happened. I don't care. Kevin Spacey was hired by Santa as a consultant because he's so efficient, so they're going to make it better. Um, And then, I guess, Rachel Wise and Vince Vaughn like adopted all these kids. I don't know. There's a bunch of kids. They're all eating oh, pizza. Because the, uh, 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 <laughs> the... Everyone yeah, from the orphanage, orphanage, I assume. Yeah. I don't know, I guess. Slam, probably. Yeah, Slam and his friends. Yeah. Um. And everyone was happy that and then they have like a Christmas dinner and everyone's happy. Fred has a lady friend and they're like, cool. And then there's a bird in the background that looks like a CG bird. Oh, that's probably Chirp Chirp from the beginning of the movie. And he's hanging out in a bird cage, the bird house, whatever. Yeah. And that's it. That's the movie. It's over. This movie is a fucking weird mess. It's a weird mess. <sighs> it's a trash can fire, man. Like, it is it's so, so weird. It's so bad and boring. There's and like two and okay like, movies here, and like they smashed into each yeah. other. Yeah, it, yeah, into a bad movie. Into a bad movie. Like, I don't know, though. It was not good. No, it wasn't. <laughs> it really wasn't. I mean, there there are things that save it. Like I again, like I thought Chiamatti was really good. I thought he he was really good at saying at least the first half of the movie. He's fine. But like everyone is just fine in this movie. Like there's no one stands out. No one does anything interesting. It's the most cookie cutter thing. Yeah, and then like. There's this, it ranges from okay characters to bad characters like Elizabeth Banks. Elizabeth Banks is a horrible character. Yeah. Rachel Weiss is a horrible character. Yeah. Like Santa's mom is like, they're all one dimensional female characters in this film. Yeah. They really are. And it's embarrassing. I think the only character. You know what? Honestly, most of the male characters are one dimensional and shitty too. Well, they at least appear to be one. To me, they're one dimensional. Yeah. 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 Like their, their character development isn't enough to grant them anything at all. But like, I. It's, I I think the thing that's holding this movie back the most is we need a charming Fred Claus. If yeah. if if, they, if we got a good actor to play Fred Claus, this would have saved it. But wedding wedding crasher start. What if Owen Wilson was there and said he was like, "Wow, look at all this. <laughs> wow, I'm I'm the I'm the I'm the brother of Santa. Wow, wow, I'm Santa's brother. What wow. am I? Wow, what am I gonna do? Wow, wow, sure is miserable being Santa's brother. Wow. I'm gonna attempt to commit suicide. Oh no, damn it! I knew that was gonna happen. <laughs> Damn it, I shouldn't have done that. Oh man, I put that uh, yeah, put it, like, right was, in front of you that and was just grabbed fault. it. Damn it. Who would be a good Fred Claus? Um, I'm thinking like a Jim Carrey. Honestly, it wasn't the actor, it was the way he was written. Really? I think so. See, I feel like a lot of this movie was improv. Or a lot of I think Fred's dialogue is improv. Yeah. The writing. There wasn't any. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I guess that's a good point. Yeah. So I mean they could have written them better. Yeah, they could have written not letting anything. Vince Vaughn write it. I believe, yeah. I honestly believe maybe there was an okay script there and then there It the, just wasn't. The director was just like Fred, just go. Just, just do whatever. Fred? It'll be fine. Yeah, Fred. Fred. Is it Vince Vaughn You're Fred only now. wanted to be called Fred on set. He is uh he's a method actor. actor, yeah. Yeah. He knows. Man, this movie sucks. It was bad. It was really bad. Why do we spend so much time on shitty movies? 
I don't know. I enjoy unpacking these things. I enjoy looking at them and going, why don't they work? And there's a lot of reasons why. There's a lot work. of reasons it doesn't work. It's an inconsistent tone. There's no clear audience for this movie at all. Uh-huh. And I think the main character is completely unlikable and inconsistent. And all the side characters are, are very one dimensional. Yeah. And it's a shame because I honestly like this is stupid. I'm willing to admit this is all, this is very stupid. I thought the beginning of the movie was kind of charming. Yeah. Like seeing the young clauses saying like where they began. And then I, I like the I like the message at the end of like, you know, some kids are shitty, but it's almost mo- like they came up with a great concept. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Some kids are shitty, but they all you know, might be misunderstood. Yeah. It's like they came up with the concept of the beginning and then was just like, well, we'll just figure the rest out by improv. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's what it feels like. And and yeah. And I feel like this movie had way too big a budget. Like there's some yeah. legit big set pieces in this movie. Like the fucking like Santa's factory. How much money oh, went huge. into Santa's factory? Well, I mean, same with like even Santa Claus three and stuff like that. Well, absolutely. But I feel like Santa Claus three had the Disney money behind it. Disney money, right? Dis- fucking Disney. Fucking money. Disney money. Yeah. This movie. <sighs> I don't even know who made it. I don't even know who directed this movie. Doesn't who? matter. Cares. <laughs> <laughs> Not me. Do you guys care about Fred Claus? Do you think there are people out there who care about Fred Claus? Probably. I'm sure there are people out there who will defend Fred Claus as a funny movie. Probably. Do you guys think Fred Claus is a charming, funny Christmas romp? If you do, you're wrong. You're wrong. But you know what? Maybe we're wrong. We're not. But you should email <laughs> us and tell us we're wrong at email at theotherhatpodcast.com. You can also follow us on Facebook and Twitter and tell us how much you disagree with our opinion on Fred Claus. I mean, what do we know? We only saw half of it collectively. It's true. Um, no, collectively we saw all of it. Collectively we saw all of it. But like, I only yeah, saw yeah, half. Fair, yeah, yeah. Um, you guys, if you enjoyed this episode, if you agree with our opinion of Fred Claus, or if you disagree, but you hated listening to us, like hate listening to us, why don't you go uh, to Stitcher, iTunes, or Google Play Music and subscribe to our podcast yeah. and listen to past episodes. Uh-huh. Literally any other, wait, is this the worst Christmas? No, this isn't even close to the worst Christmas movie we've seen. Not at all. No. Not by a long shot. Uh, you it's, bad. Sh- it's bad. It's bad though. You can leave a rating, a five-star rating review on there and we will read whatever you say. Even if... It is a bad Vince Vaughn improv. We will read that on the show. I would love to read that. I would love to read bad Vince. It's a lot of, hey, listen. That's all he says. It's mostly just not like. Navi. Navi. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And yeah. And yeah. Go to our website. www.theotherfpodcast.com. Thank you guys for tuning in to our second uh, season screening episode. Um, yeah, this was a fucking doozy, man. Yeah, this one was tough to watch. This was a tough movie to to get. Through. Not even ludicrous could help you through. Nah, no, nah, it was a pretty ludicrous film. It's a shame he didn't show up later in the movie. He shows up, and I was like, "Who is that guy? Looks familiar." And that was it, because it was like five <laughs> seconds I saw him. He just appears. It's like, "Oh, what happened to the rest of the people?" And it's just him just doing DJ stuff. I'm like, apparently nothing changed with him. I guess not. It's a fucking shame. Oh well. He well, needs a he needs a raise, man. He does, man. Uh, yeah. Well, um. Yeah, I, oh, I guess uh, after all this, I'd like to get dedicate this episode to my brother, <laughs> who has a much cooler job than me. So I was watching this movie because I'm also the older brother, uh-huh. being Fred, and my brother has a much cooler job than I do. So he overshadows working. you, huh? He overshadows you. Yeah, man. I'm like, I'm like Fred, man. I'm like, I, I do bad improv all the time. Uh-huh. I scream at children, uh-huh. and. Um, you're not very charming. I'm not very charming. I'm loud and obnoxious. So this is for oh, you, bro. Oh man. I feel I feel bad. <laughs> Good night, everybody. I still don't watch your movie. <laughs>
right, Mike. So remember that movie we patched, p- patched, pitch, <laughs> patch, yeah. patch, patched, patch, pitched. We were pitching last week. We have some suggestions from titles. Uh, 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 yes, from the titles of the movie. Okay, from um, one Raymond. Raymond. I don't know that guy is. He's never been on a show before. Trust oh. me. It's a different guy. Different, different com- Raymond? Completely different. Not the same at all. Okay. At all. Why are you lying about this? I don't know. <laughs> uh, so. Yeah. What did he say? What were the uh, his name, titles he suggested? We got The Naughty List. Oh, okay. Santa Slade. I think that's the best one. I mm, like that, that one so all right. far. Okay. Christmas Town. That's a Chinatown reference. That's a Chinatown reference. It's good. Um, I saw someone killing Santa Claus. <gasps> Good one. I like it. The Christmas Hangover. Um, Midnight on the Polar Express. <laughs> That's a good one. Lethal Elfin. Ooh. Yeah, Lethal Weapon reference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember when we saw that movie? <laughs> yep, the second one. <laughs> um, I think the best one personally is I saw someone killing Santa I Claus. I would totally write this movie and put on the title I saw someone killing Santa Claus and then give it to a a a, 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 a production company or a studio and let them just fuck around with it until they make Fred Claus too. Yeah. <laughs> that'll be what happened. I'm like, we don't know who appeals to adults who like Christmas movies unless they're, unless they're office Christmas parties. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what's going to happen. Oh, well. 